Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello and welcome to High Energy Health. I'm your host, Dawson Church, and I love sharing all the wonders of science, of energy, of healing, of consciousness, of potential on this show. And it's quite a daily, moment-by-moment miracle to be in this world because many people think that their bodies are just genetically programmed to age and decay. Many people have no idea that there's a whole world of energy beyond the physical, which we can draw on for our well-being, that in fact animates our material bodies and our material lives. And so they live their lives ignorant of all of the wonders and the beauty and the joy that's found in that space. And I I know that by joining me here and by making a practice of filling your mind, your consciousness, your awareness with all of these possibilities, you have the opportunity to unlock levels of potential in your life that otherwise would remain unlocked. And it's just a tragedy to see sometimes people living their lives as though the limited subset of possibilities they were born that they assumed they had early in life are the ones they carry forward throughout their whole lives and they never really unlock all the potential they were born with but by joining me here by tuning in to the show you're making a declaration that life can be great that you can reach much higher levels of potential and that you as this being of energy have an existence and a reality far beyond the limited frame of local material reality. So I welcome you here. I love sharing with you. I love entering into the space with you. I love us inspiring each other. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to do this. My guest today, I have had on the show several times before. Her name is Lauren Walker, and her website is emyoga.net, short for energymedicineyoga.net. She's been teaching yoga and meditation since 1997 and created Energy Medicine Yoga while teaching at Norwich University, the oldest private military college in the U.S., She now teaches EM yoga across the U.S. and in other countries. She's been quoted as an expert in Yoga Journal, the New York Times, and Mantra Magazine. This is her third book. It's called The Energy to Heal. Her previous books were called The Energy Medicine Yoga Prescription and Energy Medicine Yoga. And she was named one of the top 100 most influential yoga teachers in the U.S. Lauren, it's wonderful to have you back. It is so lovely to be here with you, Dawson. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Me too. And let's just begin by having you share very briefly your personal journey of discovery and learning in this combination of yoga and energy medicine. So 
I was introduced to the yoga practice in 1996. I had moved back to New York City after traveling around the world and living in Montana and becoming a ski bum and gathering material to write because that was what I wanted to be was an author. And so I was living in New York City. And if you don't run or have membership to a gym, there's not a lot of workout opportunities in the city. And my roommate gave me a flyer for a yoga studio. And I thought, oh, yoga's boring, it's for old people, I don't, you know, that's not really what I want, but I had nothing to do, so I went and took this class, and it blew my circuits. Every part of me just blew wide open. This practice felt at home in my body at the same time as being completely transformative and something I'd never seen before. And I dove right in. I started practicing daily, three hours a day for about nine months. And then I went and took a teacher training and I started to teach. And it was really incredible, really powerful, transformative. Everything that you know yoga to be, it is. And yet I suffered several traumatic experiences and was kind of in a very stressful situation after time, after time, after time. And I thought, why? Why do I keep drawing this trauma to me? What is going on? And why isn't the yoga doing anything? Yoga is supposed to take your stress away to heal your trauma, but it wasn't. And I got to this point at a real low point where I thought, okay, I need to do something different. I either need to find a different yoga teacher, different yoga path, go deeper there than I've gone, which was already pretty deep or something else. And when I said, or something else, the universe heard me. Two different people in two different countries in two months introduced me to the work of Donna Eden. And that transformed everything for me. I started to study with Donna and understood for the first time what energy actually is and how it actually works in the body. And that transformed me. And I started to put little bits of it into my practice. I was, as you said, I was teaching at Norwich University and I started to introduce these concepts and these practices and the results that the students were having were off the charts. And so I knew that I was really onto something that was real. And I shared that work with Donna and encouraged me to pursue it. And here we are three books later. <laughs> you know, I'd like to, before we go any further, just do a little detour into that whole concept of trauma, because one of the characteristics we found of all the healing paths is that they are, they're full of potential, they can really shift people, but unless trauma is healed, there's always either a number boundary people hit, or they have what's called in spirituality, a dark side experience. If they are reaching elevated states and they have healed, healed trauma, that they aren't able to go beyond a certain point. And sometimes it triggers really difficult experiences or the reliving of those difficult experiences in their lives. So let's talk for a little while about this whole idea of healing trauma and why it's so necessary. How did that manifest for you? What I experienced was trauma after trauma after trauma. And after the last massive traumatic experience that I had, I really was at the bottom and I thought, I'm either not going to survive this or I'm going to need every tool I need plus. And that plus really filled my bank account, my spiritual bank account, my physical bank account. It filled me with the tools that I needed. And one of those learnings was studying with Rupert Sheldrake and understanding field theory and understanding that trauma magnetizes trauma to you. And that's well understood in the trauma literature that if you have trauma, you're likely to draw more trauma to you. And so for me, understanding that 
gave me this glimmer of, of knowledge that took me to the next place. Meaning if I was stuck in a field of trauma, then there also existed a field where there wasn't the trauma. And all I needed to do, and I say that a little tongue in cheek, but really what I needed to do was get to that field, the field of no trauma. And when I started to do that and, and do these practices, some of your techniques included the eco meditation, which I adore. Some of these things that were working on deeper levels than I had even been working with previously, I started to feel that energetic release and that energetic release feels physical, right? So that's the thing with trauma, stress and trauma, which work in the body in very similar ways, affect you energetically. And that energy affects you physically. So headaches, stomach aches, depression, depression is an expression of unresolved trauma and stress. And so all of these things that I had been feeling despondency, lack of a will to live. Like I was really just like, I don't even want to be here anymore. This is awful. I see no hope. I, see, I mean, I was at the end. And when I started doing these practices and they started to shift, I could feel it in my body, that pressure, that weight that trauma survivors carry around with us, that um, despondency and that despair those things started to shift as well as the physical feeling freer having just the very baseline of having more energy but also being able to access positive states of mental being joy peace gratitude some of these things with which before had just been out of reach all of a sudden it's like the doors opened up to the full experience of being human instead of just the experience of being a traumatized human which really collapses your experience to a very very small window yeah i was just looking at some diagrams earlier today of mri research showing that collapsing into a small window and the way this looks in the, in the brain lord is really interesting there's something called that neuroscientists call the the short path and the long path and in the the long path we get a sensory experience we have a memory and it is one that would normally trigger a sense of threat and trauma and the long path is that our hippocampus our memory and learning center then refers that to our thinking conscious brain hippocampus has no no language it has no conscious thought it's a, a memory and learning center but it's very much at a body level and then then if we re-experience the trauma, it's meant to send that information up into our neocortex, into our thinking brain, our most recently evolved part of the brain. And that part of the brain is meant to decide whether this is really a cause for fight or flight or not. And so we then process it mentally. We say, you know, that really was a bad event, but it was 25 years ago and it isn't affecting me right now. And so there's no need to go into a panic because I'm being reminded of it at this moment. So that's the long path. That's the way the brain's meant to work. And when the hippocampus gets that information back from the neocortex, it then does not trigger the amygdala and then send a signal down into the body to go into fight or flight. People are traumatized their brains develop what's called the short path. And on the short path, what happens is that the awareness of a traumatic feeling or event pops in and the hippocampus sends a signal straight to the amygdala to go to fight or flight. And that keeps on looping. It just loops, 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 loops. And the person can't get out of it because the information is not being referred on the long path to the cognitive brain that can say, hey, you're five then, you're 35 today, 
you have the resources of adult to handle this. So all those parts of the brain are not being used and they're in the stuck in this trauma loop and they can't get out of it. Powerful analogy used there of our, of our worlds closing in into this small old trauma loop we just keep on processing over and over and over again. Yeah, it really, it's it's devastating. And that, that short loop is mainly an emotional trigger. We have a trigger and it just goes right into that emotional loop, which is the hallmark of PTSD, of a trauma survivor, of a chronic stress, is that we just go right into that fight or flight. And the the beauty of the work that, that you and I both do, but that I'm laying out right now in this book and in this program, is that your traumas are also only energy. If everything is energy, you can understand that your trauma is also only an energy. And that is not to minimize the experience that you went through by any stretch. But what it does do is allow you to separate a little bit from it and see it as, oh, this is energy. And once I know that language, we can have a dialogue and I can resolve that and poof, let that energy go. The story will still be there. Whatever event happened to you is still part of your timeline of life, but it stops that limbic loop spiral down, which like you said, collapses you in and really destroys lives. I mean, it's really debilitating to live with chronic stress and unresolved trauma. It's not what we want. And it's just tragic when people live that way for a long time, maybe their whole lives and never are able to break that loop and get out of it. And one of the other things you, you said earlier, I want to pick up on again, is you mentioned this very briefly, but I know you have a lot to say about this, is the level of the body. And you said, when you made that shift, you felt it at the level of your body. And in fact, when, you, when I'm saying this to you right now, Lauren, I, I'm also like chills and goosebumps right now because I can just feel in my body how it is to, to be able to be liberated rather than staying in that space. You know in your body when you have healed and it's not a mental thing that you're looking at yourself from a distance and saying, oh, well, I think I'm better now. You feel better, dramatically better. You feel those shifts in your body. It may take a while for those to really work out to the point where your health issues change, but you feel in your body and you feel it quickly and you know it's happening. Go ahead and share with us how, how you felt that yourself and about how you, you guide people and maybe share a couple of cases of people who felt that shift in their body as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it really is a, a miraculous thing to come back into the body and find the freedom. You know, if you have stress and you have trauma, it does live somewhere in your body. You might not be exactly aware of where it lives until you free it, unless you're working with some chronic pain and then you know pain in the body is stuck energy. So if you've got, you know, oh, my knee, well, that's just my trick knee from an injury. Maybe, or maybe it is the residual effect of these unresolved energies. And so for me, you know, there were some, there were some big things. And then there are some incremental things of just like you said, that feeling of freedom, expansiveness that I could move again, that I wanted to move again, wanted to dance, wanted to run, wanted to be engaged in the world. And, and I personally have experienced some small physical miracles, but I also know, have students that I've had worked with directly that have experienced some pretty phenomenal what we call miracles only because we don't have the language to explain the mechanisms that are happening. You know, the science is in now and I know that you read all of these studies and really steep in them. The science is in that stress and trauma lead directly to disease in the body. There's no question about that right now. And so when we remove those, we remove the things that are causing our diseases. My favorite story, and I've got many, but is a woman who she had a second occurrence of breast cancer, they went in and did a surgery to remove some of the nodes in her armpit. 
and they nicked some of the nerves and she lost sensation in her right arm. And her doctor said after a year, if she didn't get sensation back, that she would not. That was it. The healing had happened. It was as healed as it would be. She wore the, the sleeve, you know, the compression sleeve to protect herself. And not to give you the whole long detailed story, but after a four day teacher training in energy medicine yoga, she had complete feeling back in her arm and has maintained that for years now. And so there's no explanation for that western medicine <laughs> that can't even happen and yet it happened to her that is an actual release of energy flowing back into her body where it's meant to flow after removing whatever blockages were still there from her traumatic experience with cancer and so the feeling in the body really does emanate out. I mean, that this is your vehicle while you're here. This is your vehicle. And so if you if your vehicle gets kind of bunged up, you want to fix it. And by fixing it, I mean, you want to optimize all of the flows of energy that animate it. No, I was I had a, a bunch of friends over at my house a couple of years ago. One of them had got a headache and I said, well, can I do a little energy work with you? And he said, he looked at me really skeptically. He said, it's a headache. It's like this, this material thing. Just give me a painkiller. And he had, it just struck me that this young man had absolutely no concept of that. The energy could be a leverage point of something like a physical disability or a physical symptom. He just had no concept in his head that was possible. People like you and me, something happens. The first thing we do is energy. How do we shift our energy around this? And we know that most of the time, shift your energy and you'll, you'll be fine. I know like I, I mountain bike a lot. And so occasionally I fall. And a couple of months ago, I, I had a big fall on my mountain bike. People were running, running up to take care of me. I jumped on my back on my bike. I did some energy work, energy adjustments, did some acupressure, and just kept on going. Within moments, I just totally forgotten all about falling. And I, the energy, correct the energy, and your body just follows. It's powerful to have this tool. So I'm just addressing this now, not to Lauren and me. We are the true believers. We are the choir. <laughs> I'm addressing it to the, the skeptic and the back pew of the church. Believe me, you've shift your energy and then you'll find that many things you thought were material are going to shift. Now, will everything shift? No. That woman who, that operation, maybe she still needed some medical attention or intervention, but we find that we do energy shift first and then whatever's left over and there might be something left over, you then get appropriate medical attention for that, me medicalize the parts of your complaints that are energetic. So uh, that's my little preaching to the, not the choir, try energy, incorporate energy first. You can do it very, very quickly. A lot of the skills in Lauren's books, just exercises you can do that'll correct your energy really, really, really quickly. Doesn't take a long time. And by all means, use conventional care, but get the best of both worlds. Absolutely. I love that. I don't think it's one or the other. I agree with you. There is so much value obviously in Western medicine, and there's also limitations. And I really wish that we learned more as young people and as adults. And I wish that the medical community, it, it is opening up a little bit more, but you know, you talk about whether it's energy or matter, but the truth is there is no matter. There is only energy. And if we learned that, if we learned ourselves as energetic beings, I think that would go a long way to being able to do these interventions that you're talking about. And the crossovers are starting to happen. I just sent a bunch of books to my friend who's uh, runs a ER room in Boston, a big hospital in Boston to help 
her staff and to mitigate their own stress more with these energetic techniques. So here we are at the cutting edge of Western medicine and she's saying, you know, we actually need some help. Would your energy medicine yoga techniques help? And there's one just other thing that I want to say about that with the mental health issues that we're going through today is that more and more, again, the science is saying, move your body move your body. That's where the healing is. You can't heal your trauma and release your stresses through talking alone. I'm going to give you three statistics here before we take a brief break about those people in those hospitals that you sent those books to. This is a study just released very recently, and it showed that 41% of healthcare workers are more burned out than they were a year ago, 35% of them are uncomfortable discussing burnout with anyone in their environment. And here is the number, I'm getting chills as I say this, Lauren, here's the number of healthcare workers who have contemplated self-harm or suicide in the past year, 75%. Three quarters of healthcare workers have contemplated self-harm or suicide in the last year. So the people who are supposed to be helping us, these are the people in white coats who are helping us, are supposed to have the answers, and yet they're often struggling with all kinds of mental health issues. We'll get more into this after a break. You're listening to High Energy Health, and we'll be right back for more, so please stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to High Energy Health. I'm your host, Dawson Church, and I encourage you to bookmark this broadcast, make it part of your routine to listen to it, fill your mind with positive messages, with inspirational thoughts, change your energy, and you will see your life start to change. If you'd like to learn more about Lauren, about her books, and about her work, go to her website, emyoga.com. Net, like energy medicine, emyoga.net for more about her books, about her work, about her schedule. And if you'd like to work with her, you can find out more about that there, that there too. If you'd like to know more about what I'm up to, go to my website. In fact, what you can do is go to my the website blissbrain.com, which is where you'll find a free copy of my new book, Bliss Brain. And when you get the free copy, you pay shipping and handling, but you get the book for free. You also get access to eight meditations. And these meditations we've now been studying in MRI and EEG studies, we're finding that within 30 days, they literally are changing brain function in a measurable way. So go ahead and get the book, but also definitely download those eight free meditations at blissbrain.com. If you enjoy the book, go ahead and leave a review. Authors like me and Lauren, it's like leaving a tip for a waitress in a restaurant. If you like the service, if you like the book, leave us a review. Those reviews make a huge difference. And my book, This Brain Now, has almost 500 reviews. My book, Mind Matter, has almost 2,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. And so that's the way you express your appreciation and show the people that this is a book worth reading. So please do go ahead and leave us reviews and let people know. Don't let people in your world remain ignorant of the power of energy to heal. Be like Lauren, giving that armful of books to people in a hospital because it make all the difference in their lives. So Lauren, I want to pick up on what you said earlier. And I wrote this down because it was such a cool statement. I wrote this down verbatim. You said, there is no matter 
there is only energy. Tell us more. It's really fascinating. And it's one of those things, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around and grok it. But most people know one equation. If you stop taking math after uh, high school and you placed out of it in college or you just, you're done, you still know one equation. And that equation is E equals MC squared. That's the universal, everybody knows that equation. But what does it actually mean? E is energy. M is matter. E equals energy equals matter times c that's the speed of light so energy is matter moving really 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 fast flip it around matter is really fast moving energy if you start to go deeper into your own body to see what you are made of you start at the outside layer then you go in and you look at the tissues and then you go the deeper layer of the tissues what are the tissues made up of you keep going deeper you get to the molecules the cells and what's inside of those what are those made up of you get into the atoms well once you enter into an atom you are in this massive space of nothingness an atom is 99.999 percent empty space. That's you. You're made up of a coagulation of atoms. You are made up of empty space. So really everything you included is bits of vibration, vibrating bits of sound, of light. At the very smallest level, they're called plonks, plonk oscillators. They're these teeniest things that we've meant that we've measured. They get smaller then, but we can't measure any smaller than that. And this is the fabric of the universe is these little bits of vibration and these bits of vibration their movement creates charge which is polarity which is a positive and a negative which then makes them start to spin just like positive spins after negative and chases it and that spin creates density of form which creates matter and that's us and so when you start to look at it from a physics perspective you really see this everything nothing energy fluctuations in the field that's all that we are but when you start to look okay well i feel pretty solid here so whatever she's talking about it's just like these mental constructs because i can like grip my hand and i grip it right if i was not solid i would just go right through well there's some very uh, strong physics reasons for that and one is the force of those atoms against each other their outer is so puts out a field so strong that you actually aren't even touching your hand when you bring your hands together and you look like you're solid because of the refraction of light off of those spinning things and all of that can still seem super esoteric and hard to grok because really okay that might be true you're thinking maybe that's all true but how does that actually affect me what difference does that make so what we're we're just energy well once you learn about these nine energy systems that run your body you're going to have your hands in those energy fields this is the work that i teach this is energy medicine yoga you are going to feel move manipulate activate these very specific flows, points, you mentioned acupressure. There's these very specific areas in the body that are entry points to these systems and it is tactile. You will feel these energy systems. You can feel your meridians. You can feel your chakras. You can feel your biofield. These are not mental constructs. These are actual energetic structures that have mass because they're energy and that you can feel. And once you can feel them, you can start to move them. You can start to speak with them, dialogue with them in, again, very tactile ways. This is not at all kind of woo-woo, you know, Mickey Mouse with the wand. 
This is not that. This is actual, you know, engagement with your energy systems. Let's also do a brief exercise in the next segment to just in a very elementary way, show people how they can shift their energy. So just uh, be thinking about what we might do very, very briefly to shift energy, because there's some very quick ways of shifting energy. Of course, if you're doing something like an energy medicine yoga treatment or an energy medicine session or an EFT tapping session, that'll be a structured session. It'll take a while, but there are very, very brief things you can do to shift yourself. And we'll, we'll give ourselves a little bit of practice in that in just a moment here. Idea being most empty space. I looked up those plank strings and it's they're so small they're like little, these little vibrating strings if the solar system were a, a single atom one of those strings would be the size of a tree and yet they are affecting so much of who we are and the way we function we're we'll back in with more in a moment please stay tuned you're listening to high energy health my guest today is lauren walker for more on her work go to her website emyoga Dot net and again make high energy health a part of your high energy life we'll be right back after a break hello and welcome back to high energy health I am your host, Dawson Church, and I so love sharing every week on the show about all the ways you can use consciousness, you can use energy, you can use awareness, you can use thought to radically shift your life. And we've been talking about some of them today. And if you want more, go to Lauren's website, which is emyoga or energymedicineyoga.net, not .com or .org.net, emyoga.net. Net. And for a copy of my new book, Bliss Brain, go to my website, blissbrain.com. Grab the book, but also grab the eight meditations there. We're showing now in research that they literally affect brain anatomy and functionality within 30 days of using them daily. So use those things and really affect your life for the best. Tune into this podcast, download the podcast, download more episodes, make it part of your energy routine to fill your mind with positive media, positive messages. They really make a huge difference. Now, Lauren mentioned that we can shift our physical bodies with energy. And she gave us a case history of that. And she also mentioned how we're energy. We're mostly energy. Our cells, our molecules, our atoms are mostly energy. And when we shift the energy, then those material parts of ourselves shift. And Lauren, I'd love to have you do a couple of simple energy exercises for us this, that show us this and illustrate this that will help us learn the power of energy and also feel the shifts in our minds and bodies. I would love to. I want to share two things with you. And the first one is a straight energy technique for helping you to literally just to get more energy. It does many other things. It increases your courage and, and I'll explain why, but this is really just a basic thing. And we're not going to do a whole full on yoga practice. Like you said, EM yoga practice. I'm just going to give you a couple things you can do sitting right here in your chair. So if you find your collarbones and the bony tips at the point there, and then you drop down, you'll feel these two hollows right below there. And just for all of you listening, just press in and notice if those points are sore. Maybe take a breath in the nose and out the mouth. So if those points are sore, generally what that means is your energy is moving backwards. So what do I mean by that? 
We have these nine energy systems and each of them moves in a very specific way. You can think of it like traffic laws, right? There's a one-way street, the traffic runs one way down it. But if the traffic starts running the other way down that one-way street, you have problems. Well, if you are sore when you massage those points, your traffic is running the wrong way down that one-way street. And that's making you tired. It's making you drag. It's actually your gas tank is half full. And so we want to flip that around and get your energy going in the right direction. This could not be easier. You're just going to start to thump on that exact point. And you're going to thump with some pressure, like you're knocking on the door and trying to get someone on the second floor to hear you so that they'll let you in, right? And do that same breath in the nose and out the mouth. And then we'll take it a little more advanced and you're going to cross your hands over and still tap those same points and breathe in the nose and out the mouth. Good. And just shake your hands off and then just tune in and see how you feel. I should have paused at the, at, when we started and asked if you how you felt before that, but I didn't. Usually you'll be feeling tired and then you'll do that and you'll be feeling more energized. I didn't ask you, but can you say how you felt after you did that tap? Yeah, I feel more buzzed and I can feel that there's a lot more energy flowing inside my head, especially between my eyes. I feel just a lot of energy. I, I felt fine beforehand, but I love that that particular point. I also felt more shift when you said to really do it firmly, like you're trying to raise the attention of somebody on the second floor. So I've seen some qi, Qigong masters doing Qigong tapping very gently, others very firmly. That firm tapping really worked for me. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, it, it really wakes your energy up. And if any of you watch sports, you're going to see a lot of this. Uh, we, we just had the Winter Olympics. I guess it wasn't just, but in February. And I'm a big winter sports enthusiast. And all the skiers are at the top of the ski run and they're banging and they're banging on these points. It increases your energy. It charges you up. And it also increases your courage. If you're about to go down a really steep ski run or you're about to do something that might be scary. Those are the points that can really help you and support you with that. Okay. I want to show one other thing because my new book is about healing trauma and stress. I want to emphasize that it is about healing, not just mitigating. You can be healed and fully free from your stresses and from your traumas. And this little thing that I'm going to show you right now is going to be one of the biggest keys to it. So because it's so easy, I want to front load that. I don't want you to think, oh, well, that's just a, you know, a throwaway. That, that, that thing is so easy. There's no way that that could actually do what she says it's going to do. Trust me, it does. And it also speaks to Dawson, what we, you were saying earlier about that limbic loop and the two directions, the, the two long path or the short path that an incident can take in the brain. If you're feeling stressed or you've got trauma or you're just out of sorts, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take your hand and put it over your forehead as if you're taking your temperature. And that's it. You're going to hold it there and you're going to breathe in the nose and out the mouth. So what this does, just what Dawson was sharing with us earlier, when you go into fight or flight response, the blood leaves the forebrain and you stop being able to think intelligently and act creatively. You go into fight or flight, which is that trigger response, which is that reactivity, which is your trauma. 
When you have your hand over your forehead, it keeps the blood in the forebrain where you can think. And that's when you make rational, intelligent, creative decisions about what needs to happen next in your situation. So this works for everything, a small thing, someone cuts you off in traffic or a difficult phone call, and it helps to reprogram that limbic loop that is the hallmark of PTSD. So you can hold this for a really long time while you're processing things. I say this to anyone, if someone's telling me a story of their trauma and they're starting to go into trauma response, which is the issue with talk therapy, you can send yourself back into trauma response. You can do that even just sharing the story with a friend. If you cover your forehead while you're sharing your story, you start to reprogram the energetic inputs of that story. And so the story then becomes part of your story, part of your history, but stops becoming the trigger that sends you into trauma response again with the whole flush of stress chemicals through the body. It really, I can't speak this is my number one tool that I give to everyone. So give that to everyone you know and practice it. Next time you feel stressed or sad or scared or unsure, anything, slap your hand to your head, hang out here. I, I go to sleep like this. On a rough day, I will fall asleep like this. <laughs> really too simple, too good to be true that it something so fast and something so minor can affect your energy and yet it does and it's it's somatic you aren't trying to talk yourself out of stress or trauma you're not trying to think yourself out of it you're just using a physical stimulation to bring yourself back to the present moment back to the here and now we're going to go to a break right now but please stay tuned you're listening to high energy health my name is dawson church for more on lauren's work go to her website emyoga Net or energymedicineyoga.net. Either one of those will, will work and we'll come right back after a break. Hello and welcome back. You're listening to High energy health. I am your high energy host, Dawson Church. And I'm thrilled to be here with you every week, just sharing more content, more insights, more exercises, more practical ways in which you can affect your life. You have far more power over your health, over your money, over your well-being, over your relationships than you can believe. And it all comes down to consciousness. So this show is one way of really shifting your consciousness and declaring yourself to be somebody who pays attention and nurtures positive messages in your life. So join me regularly and listen to positive media, including all the wonderful tips and techniques that Lauren has on her website, which is emyoga.net. emyoga.net, also energymedicineyoga.net, either one of those works. There you're going to find various ways of working with her. You're going to find online courses, online resources, and so go there to find out more about her work. And for more about my newest book, Bliss Brain, go to the website blissbrain.com and make sure you grab the eight free meditations there. They really can make a difference in your life. So Lauren, in the last part of our time together, as we're reflecting on this, I'd love to have you share a little more about how you apply this, how you operationalize this, how you train people in this, and how you really make it, help people make it part 
of the daily lives. Yeah, I think that's a really important piece of it is to make working with your energy a habit. Just like you brush your teeth every day and you eat every day and you sleep every day. These are habits, some of them we don't even think about, but you might have a, a habit of exercise or meditation and creating an energy medicine and specifically an energy medicine yoga habit is one of the things that will really serve you in the long term. If you already practice yoga, then it's easy. These practices really flow into any kind of yoga that you study and work with right now. And if you've never done yoga before, then you're lucky you can just dive right in and learn EM yoga from the very start up. We do train teachers. We've got teachers all over the world. We have an incredible online training program that begins the next one this fall. We've got them usually every spring and fall. And uh, it's an incredible program specifically designed to work on with the online platform, but we have all kinds of live interactions as well. So it's not just, you know, you buy a program, we never see you again. and you know, working with your energy is a really beautiful practice. It's really easy and it feels so good. This is something that I say all the time to people, especially when they're feeling apprehensive about going into their trauma or looking at their stress. I don't have the energy to do that, right? You hear that all the time. I don't have the energy to deal with that issue right now. I promise you the energy that you're using to hold that issue at bay is way more than that issue once it's relieved can hold on you anymore. And so the, the program in my new book, The Energy to Heal, is a very specific program. It's not just practices here and there, although you certainly can pull them out just like we did these two right now and use them anywhere, but it's written as a program a seven part program, identify your issue, you move it through this five point wheel, and then you have your outcome and integrate that into your life again. And you will use that again and again and again. I just used it two days ago with my husband. We were dealing with some health challenges in the family, a member of the family, and everyone's stressed out and everyone's just kind of losing it about what to do and who said this to what and all this stuff. And I was like, well, let's put it through the program. Let's put it through the wheel. Let's see what we come up with. And we did, and we found the resolution. Oh, this is the piece that we were missing. And that's what this program is. It allows you to find what area in your life or in your body, in your mind, in your soul, what, but, but very specific. I don't mean to just kind of blanket statement. What very specific light is blown? And then we go in and we fix the fuse and the light lights back up. And if you've had trauma in your life, chances are maybe a lot of fuses are blown as they were with me. And I'm going to walk you through how you relight each one of those so that you can shine again. You can be who you're meant to be and, and walk the path that you want to walk and release the limitations that these stresses and traumas are holding you back from. And we've all seen people do that. And one of the most meaningful parts of my life, Lauren, is people who come into our area for help. And sometimes I'm hearing someone's story and I'm thinking to myself, I don't see how this person can heal. This is too much, too heavy a burden of trauma, too many years of re-traumatization, too much building up those neural circuits of stress. How can this person heal? 
and then they do. <laughs> it's amazing. People blow my mind all the time. There are people in, in, in classes I go to, like I'll be at, doing a workshop with Don Eden uh, later later in, in the year at Omega Institute, and do this every year with Donna and other energy healers, Eric Pearl and a few others. And there'll be people there who will tell me their story, and I'll think they can't. I mean, how do they get over this overwhelming trauma? And you watch them in a weekend. And when they approach at the level of energy, they do and they can. So uh, we it's just one of the most gratifying parts of my life to see that happen. And I, it's just great to be part of this community. I'm really grateful to you too for being the bright light that you are and sharing so beautifully and being so articulate as well about these systems and also making them the systems that you can actually just do and apply in your books and your online courses and your work. So it's powerful to have these practical tools. And I really respect you and I'm grateful for the work you're doing and the breakthroughs you've made that you're now sharing with so many other people. So thank you so much for who you are, your journey, and your wonderful work. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dawson. I feel exactly the same about you. I actually met you through our mutual friend, Donna Eden, and was introduced to your work. And I find your work to be so powerful, specifically your eco meditation, which for trauma survivors, a seated meditation where you just close your eyes and try to quiet your mind is a nightmare. And your eco meditation is something that I've actually actively seen trauma survivors use with really good success. And so it's one of the few meditations that I do uh, prescribe to people because of just that reason of sitting with your eyes closed is dangerous. Yes. But this eco meditation is beautiful. So, so that heart goes right back out at you, Dawson. I'm so grateful for your work. And I love that we get to collaborate in things like this. So thank you. Yeah, me too. So thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. Take a deep dive into this work. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Till then, be healthy, be happy, fill your life with joy and love. Thank you.